Yo, 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 I am Dustin Mikesell, and this is the Watchmen Inc. Podcast. Are you tired of the deception of the Matrix? Here, we will build a case around God's plan for the mad world, using biblical history and the application of the scriptures to provide hope and truth in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? It's the Watchman Inc. Podcast, and here we are again with another one. As always, we try to bring you one once a week, and we love getting into some of the things in life and uh, just talking about a little bit of the rabbit holes. That's what we do here. So here we are to talk about some rabbit holes with my man of the hour, T-Mac. How we doing, brother? I'm doing well. Beware of those rabbit holes. Sometimes oh. they can go deep. <laughs> Alice needed a dress to float on down and we need Jesus because if you're diving yes. on down in these things without the Holy spirit and without the foundation of Jesus Christ, you're yeah. just throwing yourself honestly into another dark matrix. You know, it's like, we've talked about this on this podcast before the matrix while a movie, it is also a word that is a representation in the Bible of a womb. And what we're trying to break you of with quote, breaking the matrix is that the womb or the the influence that's been built around you? Because we're just born into society. We can't choose where we're born, right? Like I yeah. had no power over where I was born. And that's why, you know, you got to remember how blessed you are if you're especially living in America. Even as hard a times as we're having right now, you're still very blessed if you just were yes. born in America, even though you know we have our feelings about America as we've shared, and that there's a dark origin underbelly to America that most just don't search or look out for, you know, because it's kind of hidden history. And that's kind of what we're going to get into today. Well, and there's gonna... a lot of people going through hard times, obviously in America, but yes. it's like that, that, you know, level is still crazily enough, like higher standard of living than a lot of, you know, other countries, third world countries, especially. So, I mean, as you know, Christians that follow the, the God of Israel, you know, Jesus, mm. we are praying for that region right now. We, we obviously stand with Israel as God's nation, but even this, you know, conflict going on, we cannot get into that right now. That's a whole no. other hell. And people are like, well, why not? Cause it's current and we understand that, but we think, that, you know, everyone's getting bombarded enough with everything about mm. this every day. We're not here to preach fear about that or, or, or what, what we believe or what's, you know, the truth, but we'll just, going to tell you like we always tell you here the truth deception is, is occurring at a massive level on, on the news stations right now regardless of what Just side trusting you mainstream media never the greatest idea their track record isn't very proven so just like i feel like it's a general picture of what may be happening but when it comes to finer details the timing changes and all this kind of stuff when the news cycle just they just try to report stuff as fast as they can. And kind yes, of who can break the story accurate. first? Yeah, I mean, that's why a TMZ guy, if he gets like a picture of somebody that, you know, that nobody knows about it, it's like, you know, like the movie Mr. Deeds. <laughs> hey, Mandrake Falls! Security, stop that guy! Stop! He's going to get 100 grand for that picture. It'll be all over the news in an hour. Well, he deserves it with those James Bond moves he just pulled. No, he deserves to get his throat cut. The filthy spot. 
That's, <laughs> that's, that's what I was thinking of too. Here on the Watchmen Eating podcast, we talk about a lot of movies and, and cultural references because that's oh, that's yes. ultimately what we like. Why me and him are able to you know kind of have these conversations because it's not about going through life and being like, all right, I need to cut off this. I need to not do this. Like, if you really wanted to be the holy roller and not you know have anything sinful come into your life, you'd literally have to. Well, like Taylor right now, you'd have to put yourself into a closet. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you, <laughs> you'd literally you'd uh, literally not be able to do anything different thing now unfortunately you, don't you just have to isolate yourself but god doesn't call us to isolate he doesn't call us to live no. in fear he doesn't call us to engage with the world as well though so see this is what we're going to get in today because i had the feeling from the holy spirit from just you know being on social media and seeing the vibes and we do want to keep things relevant and what could be more relevant and more new age pagan occultic ritualistic origin than the month of Halloween. Right. Well, um, yeah, it is a day, I, but it's a, like a, almost a month long. Celebration. Just the holiday season. Like it's so crazy how in the world, especially America with all these traditions and values, which I participated in all as a kid. I never thought that we were worshiping the devil. I never thought my parents were trying to get me involved in Wicca. All right, so we're not here well, to they call you out. Trying to do all those things, you know. No, but 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 what parents are doing by participating in Halloween, and that's what we're going to dive right into because this ties into the old, new age agenda that's being fed on the earth right now. It's to be tolerant and acceptant of things that the Bible is actually condemning, and that's how Satan works. Remember, he just needs to slip in a little bit of lie with the truth of you guys aren't doing pagan rituals when you bob for apples. You're not doing this. You won't die. You'll be like God, right? When thou art come into the land which the Lord thy God giveth thee, thou shalt not learn to do after the abominations of those nations. There shall not be found among you anyone that maketh his son or his daughter to pass through the fire, or that useth divination, or an observer of times, or an enchanter, or a witch, or a charmer, or a consulter with familiar spirits, or a wizard, or a necromancer. For all that do these things are an abomination unto the Lord. And because of these abominations, the Lord thy God doth drive them out from before thee. Thou shalt be perfect with the Lord thy God. It's a very slight but very powerful deception. That's how Satan works. So see, what we're going to teach you today is that all the stuff with pumpkins and dressing up and the, the terminology of even trick-or-treating, like... It's got some dark origin, all right? And if you deny that, then you haven't studied history, nor have you studied the occult. Well, I think people realize it's got like a dark origin, but, you know, they just... Turn a blind eye? I don't know if turn a blind eye, but it's like they kind of just like, well, like ignorance is bliss. You know, you just kind of like ignore it to end up enjoying it. I know this state doesn't exist. I know that when I put it in my mouth, the matrix is telling my brain that it is juicy and delicious. After nine years, you know what I realized? Ignorance is bliss. Well, that's what, an what, old quote. I don't even it is know an old how quote. far that goes back, but but it really is the truth because sometimes you break 
or you know about the truth and it's so hard and so like mind you know like waking up to this stuff i won't lie at first it's very overwhelming and you're just like wait do i really want to go down all these you know rabbit holes do i really want to spend my time engaging in not the dark forces but like learning about the dark forces so that i can expose them with the light because that's what jesus calls us to be is the light of the world and to expose darkness not engage with it so that's what the watchmen are here to do is expose darkness with his light so depth of evil you know just like there is on the world you know it's kind of like shocking in a way but it's been happening you know the old testament and people and civilizations back then it's just exactly been going on for a long time yeah this is nothing new around here and so yeah let's just get right into it so this has obviously really crazy ties to the occult uh paganism uh freemasonry illuminati like i said see you can take all these different groups and even though they quote have different agendas different rituals different ceremonies different traditions it's all rooted in the same lie Mm -hmm. which is satan and the worship of him or the practicing of well, or bringing, Lucifer, you know. yeah the light exactly mm-hmm. the snake the remember the duality yes yes so this is the dark side of satan this is truly the side yeah. that he wants people to be arrogant about like you said it's not that we judge anybody because they might not know these things. that's why we're making this podcast so if you didn't know the origin or you hadn't taken the time to truly understand why you do the things you do instead of like, Oh, you grew up and this is what you do. Like that's, that's not also a good thing to do. You shouldn't just follow something blindly because somebody else does it. Like, what is it? The lemming effect, the lemming effect where one lemming decides to run off the cliff and the rest follow him. Like that's not a smart idea. (laughs) So let's not have the lemming mentality and just blindly follow things, no matter what it is or who, who says it, even the things we say, we always, especially on Instagram or wherever I'm, you know, posting, don't believe what I'm saying. Take what I'm saying. Test it for yourself. Mm-hmm. Then you will see the truth because we all hear things from people all the time. We all are told, you know, truths, lies, what to believe, not to believe. You know, Jesus said the, the ultimate truth. I am the truth. I well, am the way. I am the life. Yes. And like making definitive statements really besides anything on the Bible, like is just, you know, history and all that stuff there's a, like agreed upon stuff but there's probably so a lot of stuff that we don't know what happened just all of history wasn't recorded just because of people not being able to write and all that kind of stuff so yeah the I mean, real absolute time. truth is the bible really and then everything kind of stems from it i mean even some people they said you know like we've said before jesus isn't even a real person it's like eh, whoa whoa on that you know whoa whoa even most you know devout atheists that has some historical understanding about you know old old times knows that jesus christ was a real man a real person now whatever you choose to believe about his deity that's where the faith comes in because what did tom mm-hmm. what happened with thomas you know after jesus dies thomas and everybody and you know, all the disciples are just kind of like whoa he's dead like jesus is dead now i, I think he was telling us this was going to happen but they're just in a state of like shock because they're like but this well, was yeah. the messiah like the messiah is not supposed to die you know like and peter's like i'll defend you and he goes yeah sure, <laughs> yeah, sure peter <laughs> trust yeah, me when the time comes times. when the time comes you're gonna uh cower like like a cat in the corner to a big dog because uh, yeah everybody started calling him out and being like shouldn't this guy be uh taking a cross yeah, up exactly. with him he's one of their followers mm-hmm. no i'm not 
never heard of <laughs> such a guy, Jesus. <laughs> you know, so did Peter get rejected by Jesus or not make it to, you know, to, to, to the ultimate glory through him? No, no, it's just the weakness. So we understand there's fears. There's some people that have a harder time preaching truths like we're preaching right now because they don't want to step on toes or get people offended. But you, you got to be careful with that because it's not about offending people. It's about giving people knowledge. That is what Watchmen are all about. And we're not trying to be judgmental or anything like that either. We're just trying to share openly and freely. Exactly. And as we've said before, I mean, you take the content as as you wish, and then you Mm. explore it deeper. I mean, that is the truth. I mean, we didn't just listen to somebody. If if I would have just listened to what the things I was watching were, I probably would have watched Zeitgeist and be like, well, all this is garbage, and I don't need to be a Christian. Like, you know, Mm -hmm. it's this self-enlightenment, like, we are God. Like, it's just this power of control that is over us. So see, I tested that movie. I watched that movie. And that was in the beginning of like this surging because it's such a massive film. We still need to talk about that on a deeper level, sure. But I just was feeling, like I said, uh, kind of break away from the new age deception. We've been heavily down the path, but <laughs> it all ties back to it. And especially Halloween in the sense of well, like. it's kind of the coming one because that's like what those secret societies are going to bring forth kind of thing is that. Right it's old but new age kind of philosophy of reaching that that enlightened statement kind of like god kind of the lie from the beginning of the garden of eden we have to you know become more like god whatever that means to them basically but maybe merging with robots ai yeah uh reaching the pinnacle of evolution Uh uh-huh which if you had a micro you know an artificial intelligence in your brain with a chip you think you couldn't like do you know mathematic equations all that stuff quicker than normal humans like i mean mr beast who's a massive the biggest youtuber and like dude the guy's now making candy bars and and restaurants and stuff so to say that he doesn't have power and influence over the public is well especially children and he said straight up in a podcast interview i post a video on my instagram he said Oh, as soon as Neuralink gets like all the kinks worked out, which there's some kinks right now. So I see it's like funny how they're going to try to bring this B system. But these are just men that are trying to, you know, use obviously hidden knowledge with the occult. And, you know, they're obviously conjuring, you know, technology has come a long way. And like chat GPT, these like AI think tank bots like that self-learn. That's what's scary. Like, Oh, I don't think that there's, you know, the technology, it's just being able to like implant it into a human body and get it to take. And it's like supposed yeah. to, you know, heal like brain waves and stuff. And dude, so it's saying, it's like, dude, he's, he's saying that they could eventually get to the point where they could make the blind see. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's like, who, who, who made the blind see in well, the Bible? Quite the promise too. Like it really? is quite the promise, but, but people are so desperate just like with, you know, even right now, I, that's why, you know, everyone's just like, God's coming soon, the rapture, all that. And I'm like, Hey, whatever day that happens, it doesn't matter because we're here to preach the good news that Lord has won this war. Like this war that we're in right now is already won. And you can see the future if you're just looking at the present and then you take a little tro- stroll in the past, you know, take take a trip in the old DeLorean and just go study some stuff and gain deeper knowledge so that it helps get, helps you gain deeper knowledge in your walk and in your faith. And so you want to stand boldly for Christ. That is the key is to getting to a point where you pretty much turn your, turn your you know, head I don't want to be a part of the world. I'd rather be a part of Jesus and his kingdom. That's why he said when Satan offered him all the kingdoms, 
just bow to me and worship me. That's all you got to do. And I'll give you everything. He goes, well, too bad. This kingdom is not my kingdom. Like obviously Jesus is going to bring his kingdom here, but he made that specific thing with like, the world is not my place right now. Like it eventually is going to be, but right now you can't offer me something because I have something greater. Satan already knew that was going to happen too, but oh, yeah, he's still he tempting him. You know, he's so if he's going to try and tempt God Himself in the flesh, yeah. yeah. What kind of temptation you think he's bringing to humans who do what th- Satan is doing is stealing from Jesus? If you understand that, then you understand. Ah, uh, this is why the deception runs so deep mm-hmm. because they need to muddy the water so that people do not go to Christ and be like, "Wow, I actually need this guy because he's God and he says that he'll promise me eternal life." forever for just believing and accepting what he did because i know that i can never make it or do do it on my own accord we're saved by grace so let's just let's just like i said continue to stand for god and continue to expose the devil that's that's what he calls us to do watch pray and then pray for our enemies too so like i said these people that are involved in this stuff or people that really like do it in the occult practice I, i truly pray for them because they have no idea what they're doing if they've been raised in it or They've taken it up because they've, like I said, reached some type of spiritual enlightening. And that's what you need to remember while you're out trick-or-treating and doing all these things. There's there's a dark occult working <laughs> behind the scenes that you don't see in the streets, you know, but that doesn't mean they're meeting up. Mm-hmm. And that's why you got to be careful because this stuff allows stuff into your house. It's portals, like just like we've talked about with technology. If you're opening yourself up to things, you, right. you could, you could be not only putting yourself in danger in the sense of like you could have some really weird bad stuff happen or you could bring that into your house and if you're once again if you're not secure in the holy spirit you are a vessel and all the demon needs is an open door like all you have to do is give him the 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 okay it's kind of like a i think it's not even like it's like a vampire right a vampire cannot come into a house unless invited oh, right. in right yep. So it's kind of the same concept with a demon. Like me and T- me and Taylor, like we have the Holy Spirit. So a demon literally cannot just come and possess us because we have a greater right. spirit that lives inside of us. But if you don't have the Holy Spirit, yeah. you're an open yeah. vessel. Open you are vessel. exactly. And whether you willingly know that you are or not, that's the deception. Because what did God say? We don't we don't battle flesh and blood. You're not going to go start punching and fighting somebody and be like, I'm going to put a demon, and you know they just slip right in. Well, I was going to say, and that's the thing. It's like you don't just like get it doing normal things, but when you open yourself up to something by like unwillingly participating, even it's just kind of like without the Holy spirit, like, you know, it's like like not going to happen most of the time, but it's like, depending on how deep you're diving into that, like darkness without, you know, I almost guarantee when I got into that coffin, I came out with a spirit because dude, I engaged into a ritual. I literally didn't even know what I was doing, but for the rest of the year, I continued to just be depressed. It was really crazy. I like never had felt the way I had felt. And that's why I ultimately dropped out was because I was like, I don't like the way I feel right now. Cause I just knew like, even never before being quote saved, I never know after, because I got saved immediately that summer after I did that ritual, which is like I said, insane, but like how many months? Between? Okay. So yeah, school got done in like June or whatever. And literally like a month later, like, so after I knew that I wasn't going back and was even depressed about that, I'm like, I'm not going to go back and have a good time. Even all my friends are like, well, you're not coming back next year. I was like, no, like I just, there's something about this place that just doesn't make me feel like I'm home or feel good, you know? And that that's the time that everybody says is the best time of your life. We're good. 
Don't right. worry about getting married. Don't worry about starting a family. Go to college for four years. And then maybe after that, get a doctrine, you know, a master's degree mm-hmm. for another five years and just enjoy your time. Then all of a sudden you're 32 and you don't, like, don't even have a spouse. You have no home like because you've got hundreds of thousands of dollars of student debt. I just seen the writing on the wall, thankfully, because the Lord was going to eventually, you know, call me back home by letting me see some things, letting me experience that little bit of life by myself. But truly, I was not saved. So, you know, I wasn't going around acting like like a crazy person. It's just the feelings that like they can put into you and into your mind and and make you feel like I wake up every day, even with all this craziness going on, I sleep like a baby and wake up like "Mm, another beautiful day, regardless of what's going on, because I've got Jesus. I've got that peace. He is that hope and that peace. So you don't want to have that anything else than that spirit living in you because it will cause fear and that's ultimately why i'm against halloween is because regardless of if it's been changed or watered down and it's not really doing these dark things we're about to expose the origin and the roots which matter in everything was created to create fear halloween and the idea was to Mm -hmm. create fear and is that a spirit of the lord no so that's why we're exposing it because you have to know the origin and the roots of all things. And if you don't, then you should search and you should see like we've said well, before, follow the money too. times in the Bible too, obviously fear the Lord, but it's a different kind of fear. That fear is like almost like a reverence for the Lord kind of thing. Like a, you I respect know, that you're God. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you could, you could speak me into dust. Like, yes turn into dust like that remember he speaks creation that's why the word was made flesh like the word let there be light like he only had to speak the light into the world he didn't have to go like or do some yeah. magic wand witch or you know he speaks creation that's why we we fear him is because all he has to do is say away from me and that's scary to think that he could tell you that and that's it like so don't want to be in that camp. That's for well, sure. That's the worst thing you can ever hear. Yeah. Oh, because oh. while we're here on this earth, you'll literally never hear that. God will always be ready for you to turn to him. But the minute that God doesn't say like, oh, welcome dude. back or, you that, know, that's the worst day of all time. Oh, and for the rest of time, because now you're yeah. with that agony of like, wait, I thought I was saved. I thought I knew Jesus. I thought I was doing the things that he told me. And he's going to say away from me. I never knew, you know, we're not here to tell you. That's why we fear the Lord is because he holds that judgment, not us. Yes. He knows your heart. That's why he doesn't judge your flesh and your brain in the sense of like, look how full of crap your brain is. Like, it's just a piece of mush, but your heart is where he looks into because truly like when we speak and if we're truly passionate about something, it comes from the inside, right? It comes from mm-hmm. the inside of our belly. And I'll get into a verse that helps tie this all up at the end of this, but let's just dump it. Let's jump into it because seriously, it's, it's enough to, we, we already like, you can never talk about what we're talking about in just an hour's time. And the fact that we can get as much out to you guys as we can really is amazing. and shows that, you know, we, we, we've done our studying on this. So the origins of Halloween, let's get into it now. Halloween is obviously the festival in which children and adults dress up alike and with the costumes, monsters, witches, ghouls, ghosts, and otherworldly creatures, people then go to the door, door, knock, knocking on people, going door to door, knocking trick or treat and hoping for sweet chocolate candy or money or something, you know, something cool. I always loved the houses that gave the full size candy bars, by the way. So 
Yeah, those were the oh, yeah, those the were legit the baller houses. <laughs> yeah. You're like, well, this is a rich neighborhood. Yeah. Because <laughs> even in a, if people are giving out candy ballers today, you know they're balling. Because in this type of economy, I, I, I don't think anybody would be giving out big candy bars. But yeah, we digress. But anyway, where does it really originate from? Well, it ori- originates from uh, the Celts. Okay, so the Celt, the Celts, the Celtics, or the C- pagans. They were literally the Celtics were pagan, and they they were in. Um, they're predominantly in central and mid yeah well we'll get yeah they're druids so like before i get into the druids i'm just trying to set up like this was this was an area and like a time dominated by this like group of individuals and it was europe right yeah and it was yeah yeah so mid europe and then like parts of the british isles ireland north france and into germany so see this is not like a small little like island where this is being done no this is like prominently in a lot of europe And their golden period that it teaches was around from 750 BC until the Romans conquered them in the first century AD, which, you know, don't want to get into that, but amazing how they just kind of adopted these traditions. And then like what the start of November or something, I I forget, but these festivals and these things are, are truly like built into our society because we don't understand the origin because we just got presented to them and, and eventually just accepted them and the church stopped losing their discernment and standing up against this stuff. Okay. And so they get conquered by Rome years later, but yeah, it's the Druids that truly held the power in the Celtic society. So these Celtics were all into pagan worship. Like they were doing weird rituals, uh, burning incense, you know, have statues and pagans, like regardless as a society, kind of like Greece with the, with the worship of the, of the Roman gods and stuff. You know what I mean? Like this is happening everywhere and this is just a part of their society too. And so mm-hmm. you know, we're not judging the people. main religion of their society. Pretty exactly. Much, so. It was the yeah. main. So, so the Druids were the intellectual elite of the time, you know, like how we talk about the elite today, the rich bankers and, and all that stuff. And, you know, Rockefeller Rothschilds, you know, they're, they're kind of like the modern day Druid where they truly hold a power and a, like a, a position over not just quote, like society but religion you know uh, like how how we're influenced like this stuff is so influential because it's it's rooted in in everything we do and so the druids were like often the priests like they were the high authority kind of like in the jewish you know uh, customs of the pharisees being the the men of god and the ones that were teachers and stuff these were the priests the druids were and so they would be the ones that would teach they would help invent they were scientists of course they were magicians philosophers and they were judges like they would look like they would they would hold wedding ceremonies like dude these people were ingrained in every aspect of these people's lives that's why they were able to hold on to so much power is because they ingrained themselves to have this system of control to keep people scared and fear see that's why we're against it is because Halloween and what these druids would go around and do was literally created to keep people under their thumb. Like that can't be good. That can't be something that we want to promote in society. No, obviously it's, it's the, it's like more of the issue for me of like, what kind of like, I guess, line do you draw? Cause it's like at some point, you know, you don't want to be the jaded person in society and, almost be legalistic i guess yes, kind of no, thing you know definitely it's like we're not trying to be legalistic but it's like yeah I, but i feel like you know it's kind of blatant with halloween you know there's obviously innocent 
part of it that you kind of participate, which obviously, you know, it's like. Well, the, 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 the Gaelic word for Halloween, where we get the, the, the term mm. Halloween is from Sawin. It's called the, the, the Celtic yeah, exactly. festival of Samhain. Like yeah. Of thing it's like, too. it's spelled S A M H A I N, but it's like, mm-hmm. if you look at the pronunciation, it's called Sawin. So it's the Celtic festival of Sawin. And it's a pagan religious celebration where they welcome the harvest of the end of sum- summer, where people will light bonfires, wear costumes to ward off ghosts. See, they weren't just wearing costumes because it's like, hey, look, I get to be something else today. No, like these people and people that would dress up or these pay these these people wore costumes because they literally thought it was going to scare off demons and stuff. You know, it's kind of like people that have uh, um, dream catchers like they're like, oh, they'll keep my bad dream. You know what I mean? It's literally <laughs> like this this yeah. token. It feels like it's a token. Mm-hmm to be able to make the, the, the demons go, Oh, you're scary. Like I'm scary. I don't want to mess with you. Like, that's just what they believe. Obviously we, you know, right. the demons that's were not traditional scared. Traditional ritual part of it. Yeah. yeah it's just a real, so see, they're getting the people caught up in these rituals because they're telling them like, this is what you do. If you don't want to get attacked by the, by the demons and by the spirits that we're going to come and put upon you as we get deeper and figure out what these, bonfires and the costumes and all this so well that's kind of the trick-or-treat like whole mentality too Mm -hmm. yeah so obviously so there's some main things that you know obviously and and remember that this god that say saw saw him freaking um warships is called a stag god okay and a Mm -hmm. stag god is like the god with antlers so it almost looks like a deer or it's like a representation of a deer, but it's usually just a horned beast, you know? And mm-hmm. what does the horned beast usually go back to? Moloch or Baal, you know, see, this is Even the Baphomet root of, kind the Baf- of Yes, the Baphomet, the goat, the goat, you know, the goat of Mendez, which back, the yeah. goat of Mendez was literally worshipped by the Knights Templar. And the Knights mm-hmm. Templar obviously had a sect of Freemasonry and a lot of Knights Templar or Catholics, whatever, will say, we have the Knights Templar didn't have that kind of influence and they weren't involved in it. It's like, but you can literally go look up the history of the Freemasonic sect of Knights Templar. And you don't think that they're still operating today, even though they may not be out in the public, you know? Mm. So yeah, this all is rooted from, from the one God, which is Satan. When you break down what all these gods are, the Egyptian God Ra is Satan. You know, like once you understand the connections between what this means and when we say stag god you'll know it's the horned god okay that's essentially what it is it's a representation of a deer but because it has antlers and horns and that's why like what is it a uh, squid game or something like one of the guys in in a lot of like uh stanley kubrick's uh eyes wide shut like somebody's wearing yeah. like, a, a freaking oh, deer head quite you know there's you know lots of brands and stuff that have the Stag. stag god yeah the stag god okay so that's important to understand is that this is a stag god okay so that's the like if you were to see a, the elk's lodge you know yeah the elk's people on earth the poe <laughs> oh man <laughs> it's yeah. like see it's just a fr- another fraternal society and i'll tell you what like they are they don't they're not like freemasons but they have no. their own little rituals i went to a new year's eve party and they oh, do really? like a 12 o'clock little like hour of the time kind what? of thing dude now that i'm thinking about this yes why you went to my, what who who invited you such thing are you, are you friends with this person the ex, ex-girlfriend's mom was like dating some guy from the elks or something i don't even remember but like that's crazy 
Yeah. You never told me this. Story. Yeah. What? <laughs> I've been to an elk lodge. You've been to an elk lodge party. Dude, this was right around the time when we were like just starting to go down the rabbit hole. So, so it was your discernment like, was a little fuzzy and what you were actually doing. No, I mean, you well, probably it definitely do, but... just felt like, you know, obviously something that they do. I wasn't like surprised, I guess, but then it kind of was just for it to, you know, it was like a 12 o'clock hour salute, but it was like, to the elk or something like that it was it was kind of that's yeah that's i didn't trippy, really dude. participate one i didn't have it memorized like a lot of people just like which is just but it's a fraternal society and they're but just, see, just like everywhere. you went unwillingly and i did the fratern fraternity thing it's not like you like got sucked in it's like oh i want to be a part of this like you if you're a christian or if you have the spirit you should know that yeah. anything secret or covetous or that's done in the hidden light of like, you know, we don't work in the day. Like, yes, we, we work in the, this is why they worship the owl or, you know, why Moloch is the owl. And this actually, this Halloween ties into the Bohemian Grove and the worship of the owl and why mm. the Illuminati use the owl as their symbol is because the owl is one of the wisest animals. I mean, you see it in movies and stuff whenever you see in day and night. Day, ex exactly. And it, light. But it, it, it best operates at nighttime. And dude, yeah, I was watching it's this a predator too. Yeah, because it's a predator. That's the thing. It's a predator. People think it's a sweet looking bird, but oh, it's ready to kill at nighttime. Like, <laughs> yeah, I remember like owl, in yeah. science class in high school, like we all got owl poop and like had to dissect it to try to find the bones, like for animals in it. And dude, so many bones <laughs> in owl poop. And this is just little, you know, I can't imagine oh, like horn, like what is it, a horned owl? Like, dude, those things are massive. There's some can, big birds. They, yeah. they literally say some owls can just like be careful with your dogs and your animals because it will literally like a like an eagle or like a hawk. It will swoop down, pick it up, and it's toast. Like its claws are gonna kill it, and then it's gonna eat it. It's owls are oh, pretty yeah. crazy, and that's you know where's the owl? Harry Potter. You know you see the oh. owl as a wise beast, but OVO. also as yeah OVO. Yep yeah, the mm -hmm. yeah Drake's uh drake's yep. brand which comes from the ortis uh or uh ortis temple uh what is it alistair crowley the oto yeah the yeah oto yeah something like that but yeah they, yeah drake's is what october's very own yeah see he just twisted it to make it sound like his own but he, he's he's worshiping the same owl god like trust me you know but oh. that we digress so yeah anyway that god the owl this all ties in together the symbolism the the representations like they worship these things and they have these festivals of like a new harvest a new season and a lot of this stuff has to do around sex magic too all about aleister crowley and opening up portals and doors to well to, and that's to, some of that like darker stuff that you, like it's it can go the evil part is oh it gets real dark i mean i'm gonna i'm gonna get into it warning if your children are watching this with you you might want to you know be careful because uh we're gonna expose what this really is and it's not to scare you it's to show you the roots and what people potentially are doing today just because it's hit not out in the open anymore the fact that halloween has not been like i said changed much in the sense of the the origin the the way you know everyone knows the origin but now they're like well see people don't do that anymore because we became moral <laughs> people don't well, and it's a minority of, of people that do yes it. yes like this is the the hidden hand that we're talking yeah. about like you know the 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 it's rich small, elite the ones that have you know yeah. like squid game they have a private island who had the private island that they would go do weird rich uh rituals at, at you know jeffrey epstein 
Um, but anyway, uh, yeah, when you own your own private island, all of a sudden you can do a lot more darker and nefarious things to gain power, influence, or these spirits. I mean, that's these people are trying to gain power. Like the druids, the druids had power because of these rituals and these spells and these these practices. Well, and if if you only need, you know, if you think about like the heads of state and like just like the top part, the you know mystery religion really only needs the heads of everything. If you're the decision maker in the department of this or department of that, and like you all kind of side towards the same thing of making a new world order with the whatever you want to call it globalist then nwo like but it's the cfrs the trilateral commission all the heads of those all meet together at the bilderbergs they talk about stuff nobody knows what they talk about but it's all like the decision makers kind of thing that's kind of a bohemian grove thing too but it's like they you know they conspire they talk about stuff they're human so it's like i think if you can kind of share information with each other at the highest echelon without anybody ever knowing then almost why wouldn't you jack with a bunch of kids in it <laughs> kind of freaky but that yeah. even has ties to this too in a festival that i exposed on my instagram as well and made a video out burning man okay this all ties in together you see these festivals of what is it at the Bohemian Grove? So shall we burn thee once again this night, and in the flames that eat thine effigy, we shall read the sign, Midsummer sets us free! Ye shall burn me once again! <laughs> Which hither ye have brought from regions where I reign, ye fools and priests, I spit upon your fire. Cremation of care. The cremation of care. Okay, we'll get into that a little bit, but like I said, don't want to jump off too much off topic because this is where the rabbit holes lead. See, when you understand one part of the rabbit hole, then you see the next portal that kind of opens up. And this is why you can always be running through them and it can get overwhelming. But if you have the Holy Spirit to help you guide you through this, then it doesn't make you scared. It's just like, wow, I guess I didn't know that this stuff is as rooted in this evil as I thought, you know, and it begins to not convict you but it just gives you more wisdom so that you can make better decisions about if you want to participate or not like i said we're not judging whatever you end up choosing to do we just want to give you the information so carving jack-o'-lanterns that's a big part of this and what what is the mm -hmm. origin of this truly so the tradition of carving jack-o'-lanterns originally originated in ireland actually using turnips instead of pumpkins pumpkins is more of a thing done in america but the pumpkin was a, like more of an americanized thing because see this was like the watering it depends down. on crops too yes it, it, it for sure and so allegedly see they always say this because that nobody ever wants to say what it is or isn't they're just trying to present kind of like us but allegedly the carving of the jack-o'-lantern was about a man named stingy jack who repeat who repeatedly trapped the devil and only let him go on one condition that Jack would never go to hell. But when Jack died, he learned that heaven did not want his soul either. So he was forced to wander the earth as a ghost for eternity. The devil gave Jack a burning lamp of coal and a carved out turnip and to light his way. 
locals eventually began carving scary faces into their own turnips to frighten the evil spirits away. So see, it's all about somebody that's going to be roaming the earth. How, how much do you hear that with all these weird, you know, um, especially during Halloween time, uh, that they go out and search for, for, you know, uh, spirits and stuff. Yeah, and they're trying to a catch crazy you. story. <laughs> I, know. I told you, dude, like even with us, dude, we study this stuff all the time. We've studied it at some point, mm. but when you like redive into it, like we did when you found that 10 step plan to destroy, we definitely have seen that before. But like when you continue to keep going down this year after year and your wisdom and your understanding became even on a deeper level, you're like, these are crazy folklore stories. And that's why they call them well, just- folklore. That's like a weird thing for, you know, that's what it's like. Yeah. You're Regardless kind of if it's true or not, it's just, this well, is no, part it's of the- just like folklore kind of exactly. thing. It's like who knows how many participated, but it's like, that was kind of a main thing, you know, for the festival and think about how big Halloween is just people, you know, carving pumpkins, you know, just like the, <laughs> It's a simple, innocent thing, even, it's and it's so, got like it's just a weird story. It's like a spirit's wandering the earth, so you put out a jack o' lantern, like right. And so then that obviously goes into spirits roaming the earth, and on like Halloween, the spirits are extra like strong and alive. You know what they say, you know, because it's Hollow Eve's, Hollow Eve's night, mm-hmm. and so seeing ghosts, the festival of Sanham, Saham mark the tradition uh, transition to a new year at the end of the harvest to begin the winter celtic people would believe that during the festival spirits walk the earth later on christian missionaries introduced all souls day on september on november 2nd which perpetuated the idea of living of the living coming into contact with the dead around the same year now i will obviously pull up the verse you know how i do well, i add christian stuff missionaries introduce all souls day yeah, this actually ties back to Rome because remember they well, got taken right. over by it's Rome. Like, yeah, and so yeah, so see, a, where's that in the Bible? Also, uh, that, yeah, that's not in the Bible. <laughs> I was about to say the, the Bible Christian actually condemns uh, this kind of uh, influence because it actually says have nothing to do with the dead because and the dead have not. So when people are like, my mom visited me or something, like, hey, I'm sorry to tell you, demons can get into your mind. They can understand your thoughts, your past, your history because they don't play by the same rules. They're on a different dimension, and so well, they even, can make you feel yeah. like you're you're having a familiar. They call it a familiar spirit. All right. You have a familiar spirit visit. Like someone's like, I know my mom's with me right now. If your mom's in heaven, guarantee her spirit is not back on her. Yeah. Well, which of indoor though in the old Testament, because it's like they can, you know, that might be some of that older knowledge that who knows was not lost, but the flood sure definitely. people still know how to do it. Well, that yes. was after because that was Saul. Oh, yeah, that was after. King yeah, no, that was after. Yes, which of Indoor she brings back Samuel. Oh yeah, Samuel and Samuel's like uh, for for who? For King Saul. For King Saul, yeah, for King yeah, Saul, yeah, and that's why he, King Saul was uh, on a on a bad way after David uh, after God said that yeah you're getting the kingdom taken away from you yeah and so he's like trying Not to go around and, and and bring up uh, spirits so yeah I mean and then you even got. <laughs> We even got the the time when Jesus went up to goes up to the mountain and John Moses and, and Elijah huh? and yeah John I think it's James, James John and James yeah it was three of them it wasn't all the disciples goes no. up to the mountain and Jesus is transfigured so he's like enlightened like not enlightened you know when we use these words remember this is like the Bible it's just saying what he was he became like empowered that he was able to summon Moses and Elijah and. <laughs> The, the disciples are like, well, should we make camp for these guys or something? 
Jesus is like, there's no need for that, but just, just chill out for a second. And yes, I know you're blown away by what's happening right now, but see, he summoned them. So see, that's not like him bringing the evil. It's just, he has the power to summon. And so, so do demons. See, they have the power to summon too. You got to understand this magic and this, this stuff, Satan has the quote, not same power, but we, we see it in the old Testament many times. Like you said, this ancient wisdom and knowledge, the magicians, the mages that worked in Egypt with Pharaoh, did they not throw down the staffs and turn them into snakes? They were able to perform three miracles, right? But they got so worn out because they couldn't keep up with God. And then eventually well, and Moses' stake ate their snakes. That's a reason why it's so important to believe in the spiritual because there's like, you know, how do you transform a, a piece of wood into a snake when you throw it down? So there's like some serious, like, you know, crazy magic you know witchcraft satanic whatever you want to call it basically to make that happen and it's like and you know, always if you don't the, believe in the spiritual then you're kind of leaving yourself open to that you know i mean when jesus was teaching us about this the spiritual war and the bible is warning us of a spiritual war you should take the spiritual war pretty serious that's that's how we feel at the watchman inc here is that well and that's a lot Paul of people said, right that's not what we you know that's our main fight, really. One of it them. really is, yeah. Because flesh and blood is all being tempted and corrupted by mm -hmm. Satan. Like I said, we're two imperfect men trying to come together right now and give you information. Like we said, while maybe not perfect or rooted in absolute truth, like some people, I gotta have absolute truth. Well, there's the only absolute truth I can truly say is that Jesus is God, because mm -hmm. you know, that's my experience with the spiritual, and He has shown me that He is true. You know, through the spiritual, you know, in my heart and through my mind, not through him appearing to me like jesus never has come into my room and said hi dustin i'm jesus <laughs> like he doesn't need to do that with me he doesn't need that to do with his believers because once you accept his grace and believe and confess with your mouth romans 10 9 the holy spirit now comes down into you and now you have this direct it's like me and taylor right now we've got a microphone and a, a way of communicating a line of communication the holy spirit is our line of communication now so we don't need to summon demonic spirits. We don't need to engage with our family members or ancient, you know, prophets of the past like King Saul was doing. Like instead of going to God, the source who Saul mm -hmm. should have went to, he goes to a witch and he's like, I need the cool. spirit conjured up. And the witch is like, oh, yeah, it's going to cost you twenty nine ninety five. <laughs> <laughs> she probably charged him a pretty penny to do it well, like the crazy the thing, readings you know, and stuff <laughs> the, there was the temple tax which was kind of crazy you know the there was like you couldn't really go to god because technically the presence of god was behind the holy of holies and the so, tabernacle yes mm -hmm. and then the so ark like, and the covenant and you stuff. needed to go to the priest or you know the and then they would have to make almost a sacrifice for you like couldn't pray just having a relationship with jesus and god was a lot different back then we have yes. a way more open you know line. this is what i this is what i call the art of dispensation in the sense of like this is where some people say this was a made-up term that just was applied by darby and all these guys that translated the bible no dispensation was taught by paul himself you can find the word dispensation in the King James Bible. Whenever I reference the Bible, we, we use King James, like I said, not against other Bibles. I just don't know the translation or words for other Bibles. I just know Matrix is in the King James Bible, dispensation, you know. So when I see these words in there and people say, Oh, it's made by this guy, but I'm like, but the Bible's older than this guy. So you're you're telling me that a guy created something that was already spoken in the word, you know, like that doesn't make sense to me how people come to those conclusions. But hey, 
we all like said make our conclusions but i'm just using the bible dispensation is the art of dividing the scriptures properly not that not that they're working against each other but understanding the context the time the the reference of who is be, who is being spoke to like mark it's written to like in the to the gentiles like mark was wrote his book to the it's confirming what matthew was saying but matthew's book is more geared towards the jews you know like you just have to understand the context of what's being spoken right. it's all to confirm the same thing see the bible never never goes against see people say there's contradictions no 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 there's never contradictions when you understand the dispensation of this is how it was being spoken this is how it's being taught this is when jesus is talking sometimes he's not talking to gentiles he's talking to jews because those right. are his people so when we get Paul, who is Paul mostly preaching to, he started with the Jews for a little bit. But what did they kept telling him? They're like, don't be preaching this Jesus guy around here. We killed that guy. And he's like, all right, I'm just going to go preach to the Gentiles then because they're at least open and willing. Like you guys just want to well, continue. That sleep. wasn't long after Jesus, you know, had it, just been crucified. Like Paul didn't come that much later after Jesus. When you think about the grand scope of history. It oh yeah, no, I know. And then people are like, we shouldn't take Paul as serious. I'm like, but Paul was like given the authority by so God. So you're to... preaching Jesus again, you know, and people are not going to be happy to hear you. Even, you know, today it's like, <laughs> you don't meet the same, you know, cause like he was preaching to the religious leaders. Yes. Completely kind of, you know, the same Jesus that had, you know, got in trouble by the religious leaders but that's right like yeah it's kind of crazy that you know a lot of the apostles did not meet a a happy end for preaching you know the lord no and you're gonna be persecuted if you stay take a stand for him that's why it, it says mm -hmm. that we will go through tribulation but you need to now understand the dispensation of what tribulation really means when john says Brothers and sisters, as you're reading the Revelation, I am with you in tribulation. Was he in the great tribulation? No, he's talking about the trials of life, the test of life, the ups and right. the downs, you know, the tribulations that we go through each day, just trying to fight the flesh with the spirit. The great tribulation or the great judgment of tribulation is for the end time for who? It's for the Jews, ultimately. I mean, that's why tribulation comes, because God needs to shake the earth so hard, because the wicked don't believe, and who still hasn't accepted Jesus as their Messiah? The Jews. So God's not going to go back on his promise. That's why with all the stuff going on in Israel right now in the Middle East, God is going to bring his people back to him. He is going to get the people that are satanic, because that's what it says, Revelation 3, those that are the synagogue of Satan are actually in power in many places that you don't see. I will make them worship at your feet because I will tell them they seen through, through your lies, you know? So that's why we said, be very careful about what you follow, what you believe without knowing the roots origins and digging in, follow the money. That's a big part. So that's what we well, just got to keep doing. There are messianic Jews, obviously. Oh yes. Oh yeah. There's, like the yes. Jews as a nation state to where you almost look at it in the old Testament and it's like when the nation of Israel wasn't following God, there was plenty of times where they were following pagan gods and kind of doing their rituals and putting that importance over. Dude, all throughout history, we kept, we kept mm -hmm. putting up idols. I mean, eventually, you know, the golden calf got raised and Jesus said, or God said, don't do this. You know, it, they, we continuously have turned our back on God. That's why ultimately judgment comes on all of us is because We've all fallen short and we've all taken what God is actually trying to make our lives better with the word, the law and all that. And we just keep saying, oh, it's not that important. You know, it's not that that big a deal because Satan, that's how he works. Ah, you won't die. Don't worry. Not right now. But you'll be like God. You'll know good and evil. That's kind of cool. huh? It's kind of fun to, to know stuff.
See, oh, it's, yeah. it's just the slightest deception that makes People it be like the knowing biggest. secrets. Yes. There's okay. Like so, and then that, you know. And so like that's why we're exposing this stuff is because this is what people like believe. This is what people were engaged in. This is what society was doing. And like for how many years, you know, I just told you they ruled throughout most of Europe, Ireland, you know, like these guys were very influential to a lot of the things we see today. And you have to take that seriously. I mean, when it's well, got you such could probably look up, there's an Egyptian, you know, kind of school. They're like the Celts of Egypt back in the oh, day. Yep. I don't know what they were called, but mm -hmm. there's Roman ones. There's Greek ones. The mystery school kind of wove through those, like, kind of the world power of the time. They kind of right. all have their own, like, high-profile mystery religion that this stuff weaved through. And then when you have history involved, you know. However, whenever it hit the timeline, then from then on, it, it's like a part of history. So those symbols and stuff were represented for the Illuminati was only around for like, what, four years or three years before the whole country rebelled against it and technically abolished it. But all it did was made it go undercover. And that's when it began being like the secret where all the symbols were so kind of around and like yeah it, it yeah goes so deep. um it goes deep it, this is all really deep like i said we could spend hours on just breaking down the how this even came to about because this wasn't like a new idea by by these druids and by these you know priests and these because they were practicing their fathers because this is ancient stuff passed down through generations like if you're not the initiated then you don't deserve to know what's up but these people that are the initiated kind of like in the movie uh the dark knight rises when bane and batman are fighting they both were trained in the league of shadows and batman tries to throw some smoke and like you know deception at him he goes oh the art of deception you know mm -hmm. works on the uninitiated but we are initiated aren't we bruce in the yeah. league of shadows like he tells him he goes we're not the uninitiated we are the initiated so we understand the how to operate work on him that's right the tricks that you're using i understand because i mm -hmm. am part of that trick he, Bane even says, I am the League of Shadows. Well, and that's the whole thing about magic. Like, once you see the trick, crazy. oh, yeah. Once you know the trick, though, like, in a magic trick, that's amazing. Once you understand how they do it, you're like, that's so, like, plain and yep. just kind of lame. And it's like, dude, I just can't believe how, like, much time goes by when you're just trying to have a, you know, a, a conversation to really bring this to light and to really just shine a light on it because it goes that deep see we we can tangent off on a billion different things from just reading a couple things about i mean we haven't even got into the meat and the potatoes so let's get in a little bit of meat and potatoes because obviously like i said we could spend hours on hours on this stuff and i'm going to continue to expose this on my um instagram so if you're not following the watchman inc or dmike77 on instagram that's where i do a lot of posting daily and just present a lot of like these articles that i'm uh presenting here now or pictures and just go into a little bit more depth every day because like i said it's an everyday mission to try and just expose a little bit because this is years and years and years of stuff that you just have to kind of take take bites out of you know you can't swallow it all and you just need to try to take bites so um wearing costumes obviously they did that to wear off the spirits all right so we went through that and all the origin of that trick-or-treating okay this is where it gets really dark and scary now and like that people think it's just innocent going and knocking on people's door so there's much debate around the origin of trick-or-treating but generally there are three theories the first theory suggests that during saham 
the Celtic people would leave food out to appease the spirits traveling uh, to earth at night. So that ties into the Egyptian culture of like sending off their pharaohs with gold and riches for the afterworld, right? Mm -hmm. So see, that's older than this. And then over time, people began to dress as these unearthly beings in exchange for smaller offerings and food. Okay, so this is where we're getting more into, like you're, you're getting an offering. So when a kid knocks on your door, he is now initiating, I want you to open the door and give me something. You, you see why it's kind of scary? Trick to, or treat. Trick or treat, okay. And it, th- yeah, this is where it's going to get a little bit crazy because trick or treat is so the second theory syndrome from the candy boon stems or the Scottish practice of guising, which is the secular version of souling. During the Middle Ages, generally children and poor adults would collect food and money from local homes in returns for prayers on their on the dead on All Souls Day. Geysers dropped dropped in prayers for uh, favors of non-religious practices with inclusions of songs, jokes, and other tricks. The third, this doesn't even talk about the true. So there's this guy that he was part of the Illuminati and the occult. And he has a video and I'll maybe have to link it in the description if you want to go watch it. Um, he talks about for like 30 minutes. The true origin of trick-or-treating is the Druids would go around. Okay. They would go around. I'm going to pull this. Down. Well, that's, this is like the more modern. That's yeah. This like, is definitely the, mo- this is the modern down that we're going to get into the even yeah, darker. So what the, the ancient, Well, yeah, the ancient one is you know. the ancient. So this is the ancient true root. When you learn from the people that are the initiated, the ones that know the origins of this stuff, because there's a lot of whistleblowers. There's people that have been in Freemasonry. Like I said, we've told you about Bill Cooper. He had a secret intelligent agency working called Kaji that was literally going and infiltrating these, these Freemason lodges and all of them, like many around the world, around the country. And that's why he was such a threat is because he's like, dude, he's putting plants into our, 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 <laughs> our buildings. And you can't know who's not really there to be there, especially one of the guys that he interviews that became a, up to a 33rd degree Mason or eventually found out the truth of Lucifer. He himself said, yes, I've done blood rituals. I've had to do like tons of blood rituals to get through this stuff. And he's just flat out exposing, but he's like, you don't believe me? I'm going through it right now. I'm doing it for you so that you can know we need to have a serious discussion whether we should allow Freemasonry into our society or not and what they're ultimately doing to men and what they're teaching them when you're willing to go far enough. See, your first initiation as a Mason is to break a cross. Do that. You're able to go on. Don't do that. Good job, brother. See, we worship the God of, of, of the Bible and we have tested you and you've done well by not breaking a cross. See the cross broken downward an upside down cross broken downward makes what in a circle peace. You see mm-hmm. peace is broken. So see, that's their first, that's the first test of a Mason is it, I think it's, it's called Nero's cross. It's like, the yeah, yeah Nero's cross. Yep. The, and so yeah. that's the first key, key to initiation yeah. to see, is this person really a believer in Jesus Christ? Because if they don't break a cross, they're not going to ever accept that Lucifer is God. Like they will never, you know, if they're, if they're as true as they're, they're showing in the quote ritual. But if somebody like believes in another God and they're like, Oh, a cross, I don't even acknowledge that. Or I'm, I'm not a follower snap. Or or, or if they just say, and they just think of it as symbolic. Symb- exactly. Right. It's like breaking it your sin. Yes. Yes. Way, but... yes. It's a test. It's a test. Yeah. See all these oh, are absolutely. tests to see how far you're willing to go. And so back to trick or treating, this is actually the scariest part and why we really don't want to is because this is what they would do. The Druids would go around. So they filled up a pump. So they would, um, 
they would go around dressed up in robes and stuff and they'd have buckets of blood okay because this is how they got people to be scared this was like everyone knew what was coming because these priests had a lot of power so they came and they knocked on your door as a group and as soon as they knocked that's when the fear struck so not like here we're like oh cute kids are here like no people were like oh no the knock has come and so they would open the door and they're wearing their crazy robes and they got fire flames, like all whole, you know, imagine yeah. just having flames, like super crazy cultic th- scene that you can think of from any movie. And they answer the door and they go trick or treat. And the person knew what that meant because of like I said, how much power and influence to keep them under control. So in order to gain that, they were asking trick or treat because you either you as the person opening the door, so you've opened the exchange. Now you're opening, you're inviting this game in by opening. I would have never opened the door. <laughs> I would have just said, no, we're not playing this game. Mr. Druid. You're going to have to light my house. You know what I mean? But they were so scared. They opened the door trick or treat. The treat is for the Druids. The trick comes to the people. So the treat is, we want a sacrifice. We want something. You, We want you to give us something like we give mm-hmm. candy. Well, guess what? The Druids didn't want candy. They wanted a human. They wanted somebody from your house. They wanted, usually it was a servant or a maid because everybody had servants, maids, slaves, you know, right. unfortunately, like that was just part of culture and history. And so if you were somewhat wealthy or somewhat well off, you would be able to just give a slave and you're like, sweet. Like, unfortunately, like you're going to go with these people because we do not want to have the trick played on us. So that's the caveat is, okay, you don't give us somebody. If you don't give us somebody from your house, which sometimes they didn't have a servant to give. So what would they do? They'd give their spouse, men would give their wife or their children. They'd say, don't got anything to offer you. I don't want to die. So here you go. Like you, you're going to clearly do something if I don't give you something. So see the fear, this is not good to be promoting or having our children engaged because children were being given to these sickos. And so if you didn't, so if you refuse, there's probably some that refuse. It's so crazy because the lore goes that they would then draw a six pointed pentagram, a six pointed star in a, in a, in a circle star of David pretty much yeah, that. <laughs> without trying to sound anti-semitic it's the star of david which is actually the seal of solomon now we stand with israel but that symbol god does not stand behind the star of david why is because he calls it the star of remfram and acts i forget the exact chapter i'll make sure to pull it all up but um yeah god actually condemns the them for bringing that star the yep the, the star of remfram and then that ultimately that star when you tra- trace what it's it's represented it's represented by ball well, yeah, it's an ancient symbol. Yeah, and it was, and and why was it Solomon's symbol? And they call it David's symbol because Solomon is David's son. David was a man after God's heart. Solomon was given the kingdom, the power to build the temple. And what did God tell him? Keep your heart with me and don't go after strange gods. And of course, what did Solomon do? He went after strange gods and started well, allowing all the time in the Old Testament. Even it, Solomon, that's the crazy thing, though. He's supposed to be the wisest person in the world. But even Solomon, yes. Now he creates a seal, a, a way to allow demons to come into the world. Like ask any Wiccan magician, that symbol is very important in witchcraft. You cannot have the demon or the spirit manifest itself without this symbol that's why they draw it on the ground and they have all the candles i mean watch any crazy halloween movie you'll see it they always have the symbol when they're about to do a ritual it is better that you should rush upon this blade than enter this circle with fear in your heart how do you enter with perfect love and perfect trust that's a girl 
as above, so below. Because it's that important. So they, the Druids would take that symbol and draw it on the door of the people's house. And that was the trick. And so what they would essentially be doing is cursing them. And they knew they were cursed because, dude, these people they probably didn't have Jesus. So what's, what did well, we just say? Speak of the dollar bill, dude. That's all over the dollar bill, too. Oh, like dude, the 13 yeah. stars on the side, which I forgot the other day that showed a video of when you draw a pentagram on it. I think it was. It Like the letters that it hits on the pentagram upside down of course is mason yes 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 like, and there's, there's, there's the even an owl there's an owl cold. hidden yeah. on the one so on the well, front dude, i front. saw that as a little kid and i always wondered what the heck it was or what it meant or why they added it there but it's like those little things like that and it's like once you understand the symbolism it's like oh it's just well so, and zionist federal reserve it goes deep you know the, and that's why knowing these things too because that's how they control the world now is money yes as fake why does as god say be. what does god say in the bible what is the root of all evil the money the power the no, money. Me, sorry yeah the love of money not the money well, itself it, even mammon right which is kind of the god of the world mammon yes. with money Yes, it's it's another stag god. It's literally a demon. Like it's a thing that controls your life and makes you look away from the truth of God. And it makes you, like I said, you either wake up every day saying, "What can I do for God?" or "How am I going to make a dollar today?" I mean, that's well, really the mentality of most people and when if they you wake have up. A lot of dollars, you're not going to really feel like you need God, you know. So yes. it's like that's why Times the crowd. Always- that's right. It's hard for them because, it, like I said, if you don't feel like you need somebody, then one, it's not what you have a relationship with God for. That's where their ultimate fallacy fallacy comes from. Because it's like you don't need have to like necessarily need God in like a worldly physical way, where it's like money, whatever, just to have a relationship with Him. Because then, if you do have a lot of influence or wealth, then God can use you to do really good things if you do it, you know, humbly in a way that you want to serve Him. He's going to make avenues for that. Yes. So um, a big part of where these druids, so after they get, so after the trick or treat, they get a person. So the person conforms and they say, okay, you're not going to be cursed because you've given us a sacrifice. Now where are these druids taking all these people that they've got a row of people like in chains, they like, they literally have them bonded and they're carrying them around. Like we've got these people. And that's, what's also making people freaked out. Like they're walking around town, just getting people from every house for their what they're going to go do at where stonehenge okay that's a big part of this as well and that's a whole nother like podcast in itself too stonehenge is like still prevalent today you can go to these grounds i mean archaeologists have gone to these stone hedges like because there's multiple of them but this one particular this area where they know this like a lot of this originated like this halloween stuff or this festival of solid solid um they found over four thousand remains of human of human remains skulls bones mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff under these sacrifice sites, yeah it was a sacrifice sure. site so that's what they're doing so they take them to stonehenge and in, in like a an area so it's almost like we see it in this we see it in halloween all the time but this particular like famous movie or series that came out around the halloween time saw let's play a game okay what do we do on halloween too not just trick-or-treat but we go to we go to parties and we play games what is one of the main games that is played bobbing for apples 
play a game. There is only one key to open the device. It's in the stomach of your dead soulmate. Where it gets real dark and twisted. So they got all these people that they're ready to sacrifice, but they're like, this is where they're it's their treat and they're they're having they're gonna have some fun. All right. That the part of making it like it's all fun for them, but this is like where they get really twisted. So while they're out gathering all of the, the people from the trick-or-treating, so after they get done trick-or-treating, they come back to yeah. the house to, to eat, to play the game with the people now. And they have a big cauldron. So, you know, like a cold, think of Hocus Pocus when she's right. brewing, you know, brewing yeah, the yeah. thing. These things are huge, though. Like, these are where humans could fit inside of them. Like, these things are massive. And they're, they reached up to uh, um, temperatures up to 212 degrees Fahrenheit. Now, if you realize how hot that is, that's literally melt your skin off the bone. Like if you put your hand into that water, it'd just come out more than third degree burn. Like you're seriously messed up. So in a way, this is a death sentence to even people, but it's a way to mark them or, or scar them if they do survive. But it's it's almost a rigged game like the squid game. So you everybody would be in, in a row and they say, all right, Bob for an apple. And they'd have these apples inside of this hot boiling cauldron. And you had to bob an apple out of this hot boiling 212 fahrenheit water with your face because you had to get it with your teeth so if you were able to dip your face into this and now think about it, most of like i'd never do that but these people truly like thought because they said we'll let you free if you get an apple so of that's course, where i just go down swinging at that oh yeah point. oh yeah dude oh yeah I, i'm gonna try to throw one of them into that. the cauldron <laughs> <laughs> like I'm this not is just what gonna... fear does to people how do you think oh, a small group of men can absolutely. control so many people there's more of us than there is the elite but why do they control us it's because they always have us looking at the tv look at what war is going on look at what your, the economy look at what you, you know fear is a massive tool of the devil. this is why we're not going to support halloween as christians necessarily because it's all driven around fear should we really be promoting something that's driving fear i mean these people are lined up scared for their life and they're like all right bob for an apple and pretty much burn your face off because you're pretty much dead if you stick your whole face into a boiling hot cauldron to try and bob an apple but sometimes right. it would come out successful somebody would be able to do it and they would cut their chains immediately and let them go but see now they're scarred and they've got met like they're probably going to die not long after yeah. they, don't, they don't have a hospital to be able to go to because their face is probably completely burned they're probably blind terrible so yeah. that's the best case scenario for you in this situation the worst case yeah you're gonna die as soon as you stick your face in it and so then they have the sacrifice done like the blood has been spilt and it's essentially like off their hands too they're like yeah we took you but you chose to play the game because see we presented mm -hmm. the opportunity for you to get out or to to play the game you know or to to be the sacrifice but see the game's rigged because if you came up and you were still alive somehow and didn't grab an apple with your teeth. You know what they did to you? They chopped your head off. That was it. Yeah. Like game over. Like, so see, the game was rigged. Either bob your head in the hot water and pretty much kill yourself. Or we are going to chop your head off after. And then where does that go into? More pagan gods. I mean, like me and Taylor's, you know, we want to get into in the sense of like, this all comes back to, back to everything has truly dark origin. I mean, my, my brother here is wearing a Nike thing. Do I think that he worships the goddess Nike? No. Yeah, it's the cult of victory. The cult of victory. <laughs> and what is it? The headless goddess. She's headless, correct? Yeah. Yes. She only has like one wing too or something. Yeah, dude. Know. Oh, yeah. If you if you don't know about the Greek god Nike, every time so. Goddess. This ultimate, yeah, the goddess. Yes, the goddess. This is why we're ultimately here is to tell you everything has a dark origin in the sense of like it's there's deception literally in everything that you think is innocent i mean 
even within your Bible, you know, not that the Bible's deceptive, but if you're not reading what the God, God is trying to expose, you can take things in and be deceived by what it's actually saying and not rightfully doing. So we're not here to break our brothers and sisters down and say, look, if you no. go and do this stuff on Halloween, you're all of a sudden a druid that wants to melt somebody's face off. <laughs> <laughs> Not what we're saying. Legalism what we're saying like that is never the right answer. Like no, what we're saying here is that we need to we need to hold our brothers and sisters in the body accountable for making sure that they have the knowledge so that they are making the choices without being, you know, led astray. Because that's what the devil is. He's a, a person that leads the sheep into the slaughterhouse. And yeah, so the pitfalls. Exactly. So pitfalls. So if you're one of those Christians that doesn't celebrate Halloween, good on you. All right. We applaud you. If you're one of those Christians that has those moral convictions that you don't want to celebrate holidays because most of them are pagan. I mean, we'll get into other holidays too, but we're just, you know, in the relevance of Halloween. Good for you because God really doesn't want us to celebrate these festivals that aren't dedicated to him. He would like us to celebrate the more Jewish festivals and, you know, like, you know, churches like to have harvest festivals, which, you know, kind of to me is kind of like dancing that line of like, ah, you're still bobbing for apples and you're still doing the trick or treat. And so like, Hey, I get it. You're trying to like turn the tables a little bit, but are you really, but in the sense of God is control of the seasons, he makes the pumpkin grow. So see, you can have fun with all this and, and glorify God. That's the point is try to turn everything back and glorify God because you know, if you want to trick or treat, go buy some tracks. You can go online right now and get some tracks, little things to like just hand out and hand them out with candy bars or give them to people, you know, while you're walking around. If you're going to be trick or treating, you can turn this around and not like necessarily just glorify Satan or not just lock yourself in and say, well, I'm going to like pout and I'm not going to celebrate this stuff and do anything because that's what God wants to do. Well, he wants you to preach the good news. Yeah. <laughs> he wants you to turn it around and, and glorify the kingdom with light. Okay. So that's the point. Whether you wear a Nike t-shirt or a Jordan hat or the shoes or the clothes or the chains or the cars that you drive, it has pagan rooted origin when you really break it all down. But that does that mean we worship it? No. So if your heart is for Jesus, you should feel a conviction to try and not be a part of the world or just do things because the world says it. See, that's what Jesus is trying to teach you. And I am not of this world. And when you're born again, you're no longer the old person. You should put off the old things and become new because you are a new creation in Christ. He lives in you. So you should want to do the things Christ does. All the commandments live by his ways, his teachings. He does not promote Halloween. He does not promote Christmas. You know, he obviously promotes the resurrection, but not to be worshiped with the bunny and the fertility goddess, you know, like, there's well, just things like Passover you and know, exactly like Passover. Or... Yeah. Yeah. The feast of tabernacle, you know, there's all these things that we can celebrate that do honor God. So that's what we're asking is that, Hey, maybe next year, think about, you know, like me, I'm going to actually start a new tradition in my family instead of doing this stuff. Cause like I said, I've been born and I've no, I'm no better than anybody that is or isn't celebrating Halloween. All I'm saying is that like, we can take it and we can turn it into something to glorify God. That's ultimately what we should do. So we appreciate you guys being here and we appreciate yes, um, you guys just always tuning in and thank you so much for your love and your support and your prayers. We're always praying for you and we love you guys and we're just here to build you, build you up and we're here to blow the trumpet as watch. Yeah, God bless everybody. God Take bless. Care. Love you all. Take care. Thanks for tuning in to know the duty of a watchman. Please read Ezekiel 33. Join the movement today. Follow on Instagram at watchman Inc for more details, content, and community interaction. Links in the description. God bless.